0: All right, there we go. So um, 2023, super exciting. So I always love this time of year, because in network marketing specifically, but but actually all business, what you do in the first quarter, really impacts everything else, because it's kind of like getting that plane off of the ground. The more you can get it off in the first three months, just everything really flows that much more easily. And of course, our energy is really high at the beginning of the year. So this is such a great time to build. So as always, I want to go through any questions that you might have, and then I've got a little exercise that I want to do around goal setting to set you up right for the year. So does anyone have any questions specifically about your business or the module that you're in? I know, Weiwei, you're probably almost finished, if not finished.
1: Mm-hmm. I finished go through all the videos and now going back uh, on the action items. But I still start at module, module two. Yeah. Module two. Action.
0: Yeah. Good. Okay. okay, fantastic. So you're going in, diving in deep to all the action back into module two. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So great news. And what I really wanted to encourage everybody, so... You probably saw the email that went out right before Christmas, because we wanted to get it to you before Christmas in case any of you wanted to work on it early. But you've got the new um, moon calendars for this next quarter and really want to encourage you to be working with this. um, Where's mine actually? Actually, mine's mine's pinned up so to be really working with the idea of working in quarters because that just helps the brain so much when we know that we have 90 days Mm -hmm. so those are all brand new in your module one lesson one and then also If I know a lot of you that have just started the course, you're you're really doing the WAP, but if anyone is coming back and is re-energizing themselves around the WAP, to really dive in at the beginning of the year, also to your morning ritual, because that will really help you get back on track. And one of the things, I've been looking at a lot of um, different goal-setting programs out there, because I have a specific way of goal-setting and As you know, I have the Art and Science of Manifestation course coming out later this year, but I actually think Mm -hmm. I'm going to do a a shorter um, goal setting course, like just a mini course before that. And one of the things I really want to focus on, and I've seen this for the past year, is that people are, are really saying that we can't overwhelm ourselves with too many goals or we get nothing done. And so I'm, the exercise that I'm going to do with you today is going to be about really focusing on three goals for this this quarter. And then if you get those goals done, you can the next quarter focus on another three goals, but not to have 10 goals that you're trying to do, because it means that we end up not doing anything well. And it seems like that's just a worldwide thing now. In the past year, everyone's saying, okay, you have to focus. And this will work really Really well with your WAP because we've got the three most important things that you you plan to do for the week, and then you're actually identifying the most important thing to do for that day. So it's going to really align with what we teach already. But you you'll see that in the zeitgeist to really be laser focused on not too many things and not to overwhelm yourself. We want to have clarity, but we don't want to overwhelm ourselves with too many goals.
2: But when can we expect the program?
0: Yes. So the 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 goal setting course. So, which is going, I'm thinking initially I wanted to do three days, like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday with an hour each. And so it would be, it's going to be live and then have a little bit of homework for you to do. But as I've been putting it together, I don't know if I can get it into three days. So I might do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for an hour each day. And then you can have just a little bit of homework, and then of course you'll have access to it, you know, forever. But that will give you your whole entire how to design your year. So it's going to be called create your dream year. That will probably be the first week of February. So actually, not not the first week of February because that's still connected to the, to the last week of January. The first full week of February, and then probably in two months after that, that I'll have the whole. Um, art and science of manifestation after that. It won't be a prerequisite to do the the goal setting course I would just recommend it and everything's going to be priced really well, um, because that will kind of give you the sort of the the framework to go deeper into quantum physics for the art and science of manifestation. And the the creating your dream year is still near enough to the beginning of the year. And I did this purposely. I wanted to get out of January when most people are still kind of reeling from like, oh my goodness, there's so much to do. So let everyone settle. And then in February, we'll really design your year. But I'm, I'm going to give you the a few little the things. The manifestation
2: was when? But I, I missed it.
0: Most likely, if I can get everything done, will yeah. be in April. OK. Because that's a that's a much bigger most likely from the feedback that will probably be an eight week course as well, but it won't be as deep. Well, it will be deep, but it's not going to be as 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 lengthy as Soulcraft. Because as you know, Soulcraft is just so big. Like there's so much, and I really want people to go through eight weeks and probably just have two hours of content um, with homework. So it's just it's not going to be it's going to be just as transformational, but. Um, a little less content so that you're not overwhelmed. And that's kind of what I'm heading heading for in everything I do to have more transformation and quicker amounts of time because we're all super busy. But I'm going to give you a couple of things about the goal setting. I'm going to drip feed you a few things until February so that you can be working on a, a few things and kind of have an advantage since you're, in one of my core programs. So you'll, you'll see some of this in Soulcraft as we kind of get towards February. Okay, but before we get to that, um, any questions specifically about your business that you want to talk about?
3: Um, I have a question. Yes. Um, yeah, and it's, it's regarding the WAP and it's regarding um, filling out the income goal for the WAP. Um, yes. Whenever I fill it out, I'm, I'm way too ambitious and I never I never get to it what would you say is the way to approach setting that goal on on your web
0: such a great question okay so what you want to do in terms of and are you setting your the goal that you're putting down for your web are you setting it for the year or for the month like do you have a time frame that you've decided on
3: just, just weekly as I fill out the web like the income that at the, at the top Okay. It's, it's that part that I'm struggling to get right. Okay, perfect. So, and and why I said are you, is it the yearly or
0: the monthly, or and in your case, it's just for the WAP, just in case you were thinking about what's my yearly goal, just because it's you know, New Year's, sometimes we think about that. Okay, so this this is a really good question, and this will relate to your yearly goals as well. So you want to have an amount that feels believable and a little bit of a stretch. You don't want an amount where your subconscious or your unconscious mind goes, yeah, right. <laughs> that's that's really the intent. So it's like, okay, I I can see myself doing this and a little bit of a stretch. So so let's say that you're at, you know, $100 right now, then I would definitely do $200 to $300, somewhere in there but I wouldn't put 500 for a monthly because that's a pretty big leap from 100 to 500 just in you know, a short time. Re- realistically, if, if you started today and you were for the next 12 months, you do you know what we say in Soulcraft, like two to four presentations per week, you absolutely can reach $1,000 per week by the end of the year. So if if you take that back, then that would be $500 per week in six months. And then you take that back $250 per week in three months. And then you take that back to, to the first few weeks, that would be like $100 each week, and then you gradually increase. So vice versa, if you're like, okay, you're at... You want to make $2,000 at the end of the year, then bringing that back would be, a, you know, a thousand. It depends where you are, you know, so you can kind of, but I, I like to work with a th- taking a year to make $1,000 per week, then back to 506 months, 250. It never works out exactly like that, as we know, but it just gives your brain something to latch on to and kind of a time frame, And then specifically now thinking, okay, where am I now? How can I stretch myself? But it's still believable to me. And, and I call that the ladder of be- believability. And what that means is that as you go up the ladder, then you can increase it. Now it doesn't—it doesn't mean like when I when I came into Usana, I had a very clear like I wanted to be you know a diamond director, and I wanted to make you know 500k a year. Like I had that vision, but I knew that I had to start by getting to a thousand, and then 2,000, and 3,000.
3: Is that helpful? That is so helpful, yeah. Because um, I think, like you say, giving it it gives you something to latch onto, and I think that's why I've been struggling. Just I've just been trying to pick a number really that I thought was doable that week, and yeah. I didn't have a picture in mind, and I'm struggling to get my head around why it felt uncomfortable, but that makes it feel really comfortable
0: good 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 good, and that and it gives you enough times like three three months and let's say anybody you know like say january was super busy and you end up coming to april and you're like even then you're just starting at hundred dollars um, per week just give yourself you know like three months to get to a solid 250 and three months to get to a solid 500. once you're at a solid 500 and you keep that effort going you'll get to that next level So it's really getting to that five or 600, that really helps get enough momentum. Now, the compensation plans are all a little different. And as we know, there's always changes in the comp plans too. So you kind of have to adjust what you're doing, but in in any business, we've got to know, okay, what's the benchmark? And then what, what does my subconscious believe is I'm capable, I can do and stretch
3: a little bit more. Great question. No, that's that's really useful. Yeah, that's really helped me and everybody help get sort of clarity around setting them numbers.
0: Good, 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 good. And I'm sure for everyone else too. It's a it's a really really good question. Any other questions like this? And I love anything about the WAP right now because I really really want everyone. Because this is the thing. If if you can start now wherever you are new to the program a veteran and just say for the next 12 months i'm just going to do the WAP. and remember you get four weeks off two weeks vacation two weeks whatever but just tell yourself i'm going to do this WAP because you can't help but be successful if you are and vicky who is in soul pro she brought up a really good thing that you know even if you're filling out your WAP here you know you've got like everything that you need to do you've done your priorities. One of the most important thing that we say up here if it's not scheduled it doesn't get done, so if it is scheduled it's real, so you have to make sure that you're scheduling the things that you know that you need to do. And then, of course, why these two things are on the WAP: eat your frog before noon or whatever time you decide, could be 7pm, you know, whatever it is, these two things, scheduling what you know you need to get done, and doing the hardest thing before a set amount of a set time will just help you with everything. And then also, I mean, this, this is something I do to, I still do, like, and I, I think most people, no matter where they are in their life, if, if you have big dreams, is looking at every morning what my goals are and what is most important and that's why the morning ritual just really helps you like what is the most important thing why is it important to me and that helps you get back into your heart and and why you're actually doing this thing
2: when i did my reflection thing for 2022 this year i I also realized that I I have per week also the things, personal accomplishment and progress made this week thing, which I reflect on, and then what did I learn this week, and what will I improve on next week. And when I I went through all my papers, the WAP and this and whatever, I realized how um, much value in retrospective I have when I go through these kind of documentation. Yeah, which, which yes. yeah, gives me the, the, the drive also to start off good um, the next planning and things like that. Huh?
0: Yes, yes. And that Claudia, that whole book ending, like if we just spend f- even just five minutes in the morning looking at our goals and then two minutes at night before you go to bed, just look at your goals, you know, look at, you know, what did I do? Well, what could I improve? And it doesn't have to be long. It's just that intention. It makes all the difference. The, the other thing I was reminded, and I, I know we talk about this in Soulcraft somewhere, but that that moment when you're waking up in the morning and that time when you're going to sleep is what they call the theta wave. And that's when you're most impressionable. So when you wake up and you're slowly waking up, be visualizing what you want to happen so what you, what we don't want to do is be waking up with worry and and like right away go to worry or looking at our phone because that's the most impressionable is when we first wake up and when we first go to sleep so when you wake up if you can just visualize what you want or what you intend to happen today or you're visualizing your dream business or your dream life and the same thing just before you fall asleep either the gratitude where you're counting it off on your fingers or visualizing something that you want in your life so that's what you fall to sleep to and that's something when i first started my network marketing business i did night like all the time and it was from think and grow rich and it really makes a difference so it's you know how we talk about the the slight edge You, you don't have to do this major overhaul of your life you just have to do these tiny little things that will make all the difference so waps morning rituals a little bit of time in the morning, a little bit of time at night. And and those things alone will change everything. And the thing is, is when you do those things, it actually changes who you are inside. And then you just start to do the things that you know, are going to make your life better. So that's, that's why it's just so important. All right. Any other questions specifically in your, your business? All right. Well, let's get into the meaty stuff. And then if, if you think of something that you want to ask, just go for it. Okay. So these are, I, I want to take you, I'm not going to do everything that of course I'm going to do in the, um, the create your dream year, but I want to give you a few things so you can get started right away on this. And then the number one thing, and a lot of people don't do this when they set their goals is to clear the space. And so I wanna spend a little bit of time on that. Now in Create Your Dream Life, we're gonna be looking at the eight areas in your life. So your health, your relationships, your purpose, you know, all of that. For this particular exercise, we're only gonna be thinking about your network marketing business, just to keep it like super laser focused. So when we think about clearing the space, There's going to be three aspects to it. So we're going to celebrate what you did last year. And then we're going to think about any lessons learned. And I think it was, um, who was it? It wasn't Claudia. I was thinking it was Claudia, but no, it wasn't. Now that I look at Claudia. Oh, goodness. Who was it? Last last year, she taught. No, was it? Oh, goodness. Anyway, it
2: was the Blessings. Melinda, blessing. Blessings, Blessings. yeah, exactly. Yes.
0: And it's such a great thing. Like what are the lessons and then those are actually your biggest learnings usually. So we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to release and and cut cords to 2022. And that's really important as well. So those three things. So the first thing think of, we're, we're going to look back to look forward in your network marketing business. What are some things that you're so proud of yourself for doing? So just write as quickly as you can. So achievements, breakthroughs, you know, even like buying, so your way to 100K, completing the modules, you know, hitting a, a, a check that you wanted, hitting an advancement, bringing in certain team members, maybe going to convention, maybe doing reels for the first time, stretching yourself, doing something that you are scared about.
1: Maybe you finally
0: approach someone you've been meaning to approach for a year, you know, consistency, writing blogs, starting your email list, you know, whatever it is. And we always want to celebrate first before we go on to set our goals, because oftentimes we we can more think of the things that we didn't accomplish versus the things we did accomplish. And you want to approach goal setting from a sense of excitement like, wow, I really did a lot because a lot of times why people give up on goals is if they haven't achieved something, they think, well, goal setting doesn't work or they don't wanna disappoint themselves. But if we look at what we have achieved and then also the lessons that we've learned, that is what's going to to actually help us be able to achieve the things that we want. And we also have to remember with goal setting as well and manifestation, sometimes we tell the universe, okay, I have to achieve this by December 31st. But as we know, things happen in their own time. You know, like, And I've I found this with everything. If I set a goal, sometimes I reach it sooner, sometimes I reach it later. But as long as I'm still in the flow, it usually comes true, but not usually in the way that I expect. And anything that we've accomplished, think, think about it yourself, you probably didn't know the how like let's say for example when you first set a goal like where you are now you probably if you looked back to when you started you couldn't have predicted how you got there like there's just like everything i've done in my life i could not have predicted how i got there so we never know the how until we look back and so that's why you never want to worry about the how you just want to worry about what is it that you want and why do you want it the how is where the universe god however you relate to that other energy, that's its job, it's how. And we also don't wanna say, okay, this has to happen by December 31st because usually things happen earlier or they happen later. It's not always on the... Okay, so those are just for your, your network marketing, what you accomplish. Now I want you to think about anything that you didn't achieve, anything that was a disappointment and, and not that we're going down this road of uh, misery, but you, you really want to put down any disappointments, because not only do we want to look at the lessons, but we want to cut that cord energetically. Because if you go into 2023, and this can you know, relate to our whole life, like maybe there was a divorce, maybe there was a bad breakup, maybe, you know, money was lost, you know, whatever it is, if we take that energy into 2023, it can really weigh us down. But each of those things also has a lesson. And as we know, if we don't learn the lesson, it, we tend to repeat the same thing. So that's why it's so important to say, okay, where, where were my disappointments? Where did I not achieve what I wanted to? What is maybe a reoccurring theme? And that's, that's because if we have reoccurring themes in our life, you know, that's we'll keep getting them until, until we learn the lesson. <laughs> and so this is why the reflection is so important. And it's okay to look at our our failures, quote unquote, because they're actually not failures. They're just they're just lessons. They're just guiding us to the next step. And that's really what we want to look at. Anything that feels like a disappointment, we just want to look for the lesson, the blessing. And it's really interesting, because if you do this every year, you can start to see patterns as well that you can heal more quickly. Like I noticed this, something this year is I had last year, and this year it was the same thing, I n- not for all my lessons, but this particular lesson. And the lesson was be careful of long-term commitments, not in relationships, but in business, or in houses, or in, in anything. And the reason being is my life changes a lot because we move around a lot and so last year I learned it's not good for me to do super long term commitments, because I might have to break them if we move or things change so like I know, for me, like a year is good, but maybe not committing for two years. You know so and then this year i had to learn that lesson again and then when i was learning my le- like writing down my lessons i went back to last year I was like darn it that was last year as well so i'm not going to repeat that this year but unless we notice this we're going to repeat the same thing over and over so just check in with me here how does it feel to write well you might not have had a chance to write in your disappointments and now write the lesson
3: I think it feels good to to write it down and think of it as a lesson. Yeah. Because it, cause it is a lesson. It, it totally is it's not just a disappointment if that's how you feel about it. It is a lesson, something to learn from. Cuz so if you don't learn from it then you you what, what is it? it it has been a disappointment. It, you can use it usefully and positively. Yeah.
0: Yeah, when I first did this is, it gave meaning to that thing that was a disappointment. And now it's actually meaningful and it's helped me learn something. Yeah. And so so it makes us not even be scared to fail. Like I noticed my energy changed when I started doing that. Yeah.
4: Can I just clarify? um, So if the disappointment is not reaching an income goal. Yes. That's been there for flink and ever. So it's about the the learn. um, So how do I just... Think of that contextually. So what's the learning in it? Is that?
0: Yes, yes, this is a great question. So the learning could be, so I'm just gonna throw out some things that's so gonna be different for everyone. So the learning could be, um, I need to look at a different way to build. So that, that could be a learning. Or sometimes things will come to you too, like, and I'm not saying this is for you at all. So I'm just kind of throwing out stuff. Like maybe, maybe someone wasn't consistent, so then you're like, ooh, I need to be more consistent. Or it could be, maybe I set my goal too high, or maybe I need to learn another skill. So you usually your subconscious or your unconscious mind, which is the same thing, so I'll, I'll say subconscious, unconscious, will give you an answer. But it's to kind of think, okay, if I didn't make the income, wh- what is the lesson there? Is it is it a combination where, Maybe I need to do this pointing me to doing the business in a different way. Or um, like it's it's different. This one's a little bit different. Like let's say if you lost money in the stock market, like say for example, like if I look at my stocks, there's one that I bought that I, I wasn't really convinced about. And so the lesson there, and it went down, like really far down. The lesson was is remember your intuition because you didn't feel it was the right buy at the right time. So that's that's a little bit more concrete. When it's not reaching an income goal, like say in 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 this, it's more, okay, well, what could I shift? That's more the energy than then what is the lesson necessarily. Does that make sense? Does that make yeah, sense?
4: Yeah, very helpful. Yeah.
0: What could I change? What could I shift? You know, where where, where could I do it differently? Hmm.
4: Or, what help do I need? What help do I need? Or something around um, getting that uh, drop down from from a higher source, really? Yes, getting yes. help to figure yes. out. Mm, thanks,
0: yeah, and that's this is where you could also journal on it or just meditate a little bit and see if anything drops in. and And I often like to ask myself a question before I go to sleep because sometimes I find an answer comes into like the morning or when I'm showering or I'm running. Mm. A good question would be in the new year, what resources or what skill or what coaching could I get around this area? Another question could be, do I have any limiting beliefs? Should I explore any limiting beliefs? Mm and I'm, I'm going to go into that's actually a whole other other area and something I'm going to do in the the course is I have this really neat way of bypassing our um, conscious mind with limiting beliefs. It's called the counting method. So I'm going to do that in the course. It's it's quite quite neat and super fast and very effective. So but you you bypass your thinking mind to go more into your unconscious mind. Okay, so How is everyone else feeling does that give you some relief or an energetic shift to be thinking about any disappointment more from what I could shift for a lesson learned is that helpful. Okay, good 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 because we, we also want to acknowledge this. Because often in personal development, it's always focus on what we want rather than what we don't want, which I do believe in. But I also think we have to acknowledge when we feel disappointment or we feel like we haven't accomplished something. If we can just acknowledge it and then, then we can move on. We don't want to just submerge it because then it's still, we still drag that with us into 2023. Okay, so now what I want to do is just a, a cutting cords exercise because we've celebrated, we've now thought about the lessons. And then now we just want to cut the cords from 2022 as we go into 2023. So if everyone can just sit, sit back in whatever chair you're in, and just make yourself really comfortable, and just close your eyes. So in the course, I'm going to do a deeper meditation, we don't have enough time here, but I want to read you something. And I'll read you a sentence. And then if you can repeat it back in your mind. Okay, so if everyone can just close your eyes, get as relaxed as you possibly can, and then just take in three deep breaths. And try to really relax not only the body, the mind, and just feeling really comfortable in where you are right now. Just letting everything go. Relaxing your body, mind, just everything. Just be really comfortable with your breathing and just enjoy your breathing. All right, so to clear the way ahead for 2023, the first sentence, I release all the energy from this past year. And then breathe that in and say that to yourself. That caused me pain, grief, or struggle. As you say it, big breath in and big breath out to release. I let go any of the negative attachments I have towards these people and or events. And big breath in and big breath out, just releasing. With gratitude for what I have learned, With love for what I no longer need to carry. And with compassion for where I will move on. I let go. Big breath. Big exhale. I release this energy from all layers of my field. I give my full permission for this energy to lift off of me and close all portals to complete this experience. I now open up to pure love and possibility. Big breath in, big exhale, it is done. Big breath in and big exhale. And then when you're ready, just coming back. and i'll i'll get that to all of you so if you want to do that again you can just read it to yourself how does that feel does that shift
4: anything very helpful yeah beautiful did you make it up did you channel it or did you get it from some other training no, Was it all no. Yours?
0: i got it from about four different sources things mm-hmm. i liked and then just put it together with some of my own own yeah. um, kind of words <laughs> but i'll send it to all of you and it's just a good way to kind of cut the cords and move on mm-hmm.
2: yeah so- i i do um a moon yoga when it is full moon and okay. the, the, and these kind of things are also part of the process and i mean kind of things releasing huh? because that's yeah. the moment for releasing that is what it reminds me but it's also nice to get maybe some other wordings and so on. But I also think it's good to do that regularly. That is how it feels for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
0: you can do it every full moon, which like, as you say, Claudia is all about really celebrating, releasing, forgiving. Yeah. And you, you can make up your own this. I mean, this, this is what's so brilliant about any of this work. You can make up your own words or even just breathe in and think release. Breathe in, think release. And you can physically think of cords being cut as well. So like you're you're going out into a boat into the ocean and you're cutting the cords from 2022. So it's the the bless and release, as as Penny Northrop Kirk used to always tell me. Bless and release. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's number one of the manifestation process as well as goal setting. So Not only celebrating, looking back to move forward, looking at any disappointments, and then looking for the lesson so we don't keep repeating, and then blessing and releasing and cutting those cords. Okay, so number two, and does anyone have any questions so far? Okay, number two, we want to get clarity on what you want for this year. So again, we're only going to keep it with your network marketing goals. So write down everything you want to accomplish for this year. At this point, don't worry about being super focused. So you don't have to be focused now and thinking of your three most important things, just write down everything.
4: So this could be
0: the income that you want to have at the end of the year, so you're you're imagining, we're going to talk about non-attachment later, but for for this exercise, be thinking of what you want to accomplish by December 31st, 2023, just because, again, our brain kind of wants, okay, what's the time period, and then we'll talk about letting go of attachment later. So maybe team members, um, customers, what you want your day-to-day life to look like as you're building? What kind of presentations you want to be doing? Strategic partnerships. Those of you who do sexy fit with me, what are your goals for sexy fit? Do you want to go to a convention? You know, what are your, your goals? Is there a leadership advancement? So, leadership advancements you want in your team? One of my big goals when I first started was I always this and this, this is what I created I always wanted a gold or above in each of my legs, because then I knew I would be secure. So I wanted to train my team where there was a gold in each of my legs, so if that resonates with you too, take that one because that's a it's a really it's really good for stability. So you, you want around 10 to 20 goals in there somewhere, somewhere in there. And then what you want to do is look at what is the one goal out of all of there all of those goals, 10 to 20 that is like the linchpin like if you do that one goal it actually creates a domino effect with all the other goals so it could be like your goal is to do two to four presentations per week and you know if you did that yeah if you relate more to an income that's totally fine if you're like no that if i did 500 dollars per week or a thousand dollars per week that's going to change everything but you want it. You want for you what is the one domino goal, or the one linchpin goal, or the one mothership or fathership goal that creates? It helps everything work, and that becomes your most important goal. This is how we get out of overwhelm. So that's your your banner goal for your network marketing business for this year. Now it doesn't mean you know, in, let's say in in three months, in next quarter, you're like, I'm doing two to four presentations per week, you know, without fail, then you might shift your goal to something else because you're doing that. So it doesn't mean that, oh, I haven't actually mentioned this. You're allowed to change your mind as well. Okay, so never worry about like, what if this is not really what I want? Every quarter, it's good to relook at these goals. So don't worry about getting stuck into, you know, this isn't written in blood and I'm not going to hold you to it. (laughs) But at this point, what would make all the difference? And that's what you want to have as your main goal. Okay. And that will help you stay out of overwhelm. Okay. So that's your most important goal. Then the number three, and I haven't really talked about, I do this more in Create a Life You Love retreats, which are now Soulcraft retreats. But it's finding your authentic keys or your authentic code. Really, what it is, is your values. So that's another word for it. But I I really like relating it to authenticity. Because there's something that's a little bit more soulful and it's in our, our identity. And you want to really decide what what those are so that you can always measure everything you do against those. So I'm going to give you some words and then you can be thinking about okay what are what are my values and I just like to call them authentic authenticity keys or your authentic code. So I'll tell you like for me freedom purpose health wellness and wealth are my four authentic those are my four. Now for wealth for me, because what that means I can do, it's very linked to freedom, but it's what wealth, what income can allow me to do. So some other things could be connection, could be service, could be family, could be, you know, so just think of and write down a whole bunch of words if you want to right now. But what I want you to be thinking about is what are my three maximum four values, which will become your authenticity keys. And that's what we will always measure. Because what I found is one of the reasons why people don't manifest is that the thing that they're wanting to manifest is actually not in alignment with who they really are. Now, you probably... It took me took me probably a couple of years to get really clear on what was most important to me. But when I really... Because I, I also have another... I also have sanctuary, or I have purpose, partner, sanctuary. So that's my purpose in life, my partner, and then like where I live. That's also part of my authenticity as well. But this is a little bit different because it's it's what you're driven in business more so. Okay, so for many of you, like like Vicki, I know connection would be a big, because you're such a good connector, like that would be a really, probably important to you. Um, like Ali creativity and doing things differently than you know the norm as a doctor. <laughs> fun for me. Yes, fun, exactly. That's thank you, Claudia. Yes. Does actually does anyone want to to share something that is and what you also really want to be careful of is not being worried. Like for me, wealth is one of my codes because of what, but someone could say, well, you know, just money hungry, but that's not what it means to me. It means It means something else. It means freedom really for me, which is my highest priority. So you also want to get clearer and clearer. Like this is my authentic code that I never have to apologize for because it's who I am and what I'm here to do.
2: The one word which came to me out of this um, happy pocket full of money book was wealth consciousness.
0: Wealth-consciousness, beautiful.
2: That yes. I, I love, really. Yeah. And I made it my word again. <laughs> it is not ready, this word yet.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And some people might relate to abundance more than wealth-consciousness or, you know. But finding the words that you really resonate, three to four. Yes, Vicky?
4: Just on that, um, do you think connection is the same as team? Because... Being part of a team to me is really important. Like I'd yeah, like to be part of something, you know, not necessarily driving it but be an integral part. So I don't know if there's connection. I think it's team.
0: I think it's team too, mm. yeah. It's a little bit different, yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit different, yeah.
4: Or community.
0: That's, that's your authentic code,
1: yeah.
4: Or community, yeah, that's it. Mm. Thanks. Anyone else have
0: a word like that or that you want to brainstorm if you feel it's not quite it?
4: Adventure. Adventure? Yes. But for me, I've always felt too my values are inspiration and empowerment. In, in that, that's what I want to do for people. I want to inspire and empower. But that's not necessarily my values, is it? That's more the the my priorities for what I'm doing with people. <laughs>
0: It's okay too, I w- probably would choose one so that you've got room for some others, like inspiration or empowerment, but that's completely what you're looking for because for some people it might be like leaving a legacy or they're leaving something that's made a difference to people and this is your way of making a difference. Yeah. For someone else that might be service, like they really want to be you know, a service in some way. Yes, Myrna. Dilution. Oh, I
1: think the for me is, is building community. That's really high for me. Yeah. Um that makes total my sense. My faith is very high. Yes. Yeah. Um, ethical abundance.
0: Ooh, beautiful. Ethical abundance. Love it. Yes. Yeah, these are such power words because it's it's really because you want to look at them and say that is me, you know, like because that's what mm-hmm. you're going to measure everything against your decisions against your values. So yeah, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ethical abundance,
2: mm-hmm.
4: love it. Renee, were you going to? I think you create had- an environment, create a good environment, but not not as my value. So the value will be to to give that as a giving, mm. to give that to give that for for someone. Yes. Okay, but not not uh, particularly is part of my values. It is of course, but it's not it will be not only focus in my value. So to connect to create a good environment mm. that that can be really uh, absolutely or not yeah. absolutely or not not really no ab- absolutely
0: because it's. Connected to how you want to show up in the world.
4: Exactly. So what you want to give. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah exactly. exactly. Hmm. Um, yes, Myrna? I just felt for Vicky, I just I just felt that I kind of just wanted to share something with regards to Vicky. And you're saying, um, you know, the long wait that you've had for your... Or getting the income that you want, that maybe what it, what you need to look at what your relationship is with money, where your belief, where your beliefs are around money, you know what your family would just to say about money. You know, one of the things I know for me, I always have to switch off all the lights. But when I grew up, my mum always said you have to switch off the lights because we we can't spend all this money on electricity because I've got my own house now, I have all my lights on because I'm like, I just want to move away completely from that. Poverty thinking, I think, well, the house needs to be lit up and -hmm. I will always have money to pay the electricity bill. So I had to change my belief around that. And there might be a reason that's holding you back as to why you feel you may not be worthy of earning the income that you're earning. I did a Ruby run. And I got to the third week, the fourth week, I couldn't make it. And that was just around my belief. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, really good point, Murnah. And that's that's the, uh, I think it's probably the, uh, searching for a word here, it's the it's probably where the most work comes in with manifestation is uncovering those limiting beliefs or those negative beliefs or anything. That's the handbrake that we don't know is there because they're yeah. And usually I think we might've talked about this, but usually they come from zero to seven years old is where they, and we don't even know, you know, it's because they're, they're that deep also seven to 14 were very impressionable, but especially zero to seven. And I I really feel in the manifestation process, that's probably where most of the work has to be.
2: Yeah. Mm.
0: And I also wanna say that the world has been very different for the past three years. So to never, you know, I've noticed it, everybody's noticed it, not just in network marketing, all businesses. Yeah. And network marketing has also really shifted in the Mm -hmm. past couple of years as well. Mm -hmm. So I I also think, yes, we, you know, everybody has to look at their beliefs, but also sometimes to give ourselves some grace for the past three years, (laughs) because it's been a different Mm -hmm. world. But I do really feel it shifting because I think people are like, okay, no more, you know, like we've got to like kind of shift what we're doing and then just move into a a new energy, which I think 2023 is really gonna be. Mm Yeah. Thanks for, for bringing that, Myrna, as well. Yeah, it's,
4: thank you. Yeah. It's
0: been one of the biggest things. All right, so we're going to just end on some kind of fun stuff. So number four with the manifestation goal-setting process is enrolling your subconscious. So we know, you know from all the personal development work we've done is 95% of what we do is controlled by the subconscious or the, the unconscious. Only 5% is controlled by our conscious mind. And that really plays into the subconscious beliefs as well, you know. which we're going to dive more into that, but I want to talk more about just the subconscious itself. So the subconscious works more with images and symbols. It's like that kind of dream state. And so that's why meditation is really good as well. And also to use things like dream boards because it's very visual. Also things like scent or music.
4: Music, I found it good.
0: Yeah, because anything that can bypass that conscious mind and go into the subconscious. So you want to be thinking about how am I impacted subconsciously? Like what do I know really works for me? For me, one thing that always works is images. So that's why, and I know mm-hmm. Maria, you you believe in this too. Dream boards are just the bomb. So they because we're consistently seeing that thing. And the more we see something, the more we start to think that that's our reality. And then we go out and take the actions to do it. So if you haven't updated your dream board lately, I would add a couple of pictures. And again, you don't have to do overwhelm, just one picture, new picture a week, you know, and, and in five weeks, you'll have five new pictures. But out of, when, I, when I look at how I've manifested it's always from having images and from just knowing that and taking the action. But the it always starts with that image. Now, I'm gonna go into this a little bit more in the course, but I think I've talked to you guys about this too. We do all manifest in a different way and there's specific manifestors and there's non-specific. So specific manifestors need a lot of detail and non-specific don't need much detail, it's more the feeling. But whether you're a specific or non-specific, everyone can benefit from vision boards pictures on your, your, your laptop, your phone. I spend a lot of time on my laptop, probably more than my phone, like my phone's always here, but I'm actually more on my laptop. So I I put screensavers of the things that I'm manifesting on my, my laptop. But if you're on your phone more like Emmanuel, you might be on your phone more, I would put your images on your phone. I still think it's really good to have a physical dream board. But you know, we're, we're more digital these days. So that's something that you can you can do as well that time in the morning and night is so precious for your subconscious and oftentimes when i if i wake up in the middle middle of the night for no reason i think about things that i want okay because that's again you're sort of in this dreamy state writing down your dreams in the morning can give you some really little clues like little nudges as well, like where you want to head. And I'm going to go deeper into this course, because the subconscious is like probably the most important thing, because it's really what runs the show. But I just want to give you some tools right now. So your dream board. um, Does if you're not meditating, that's okay, because meditating is not for everyone. But I would just have some time where you can breathe every day, or just that time in the morning and the night, just to tap into meditation and slowing down and Because when we start to breathe again we're we're bypassing that conscious mind and allowing the subconscious to come forward and there's one other thing i wanted to mention oh then the other thing is feeling so we are more likely to strengthen beliefs good or bad when we attach strong emotion to it okay so this is this is why people have you know, phobias, or they have a limiting belief they can't shift because there's a really strong emotion attached to it. So wherever you can attach strong emotion to something, that's why visualizing and imagining yourself as if really works. Having music that you really enjoy, sense that you really enjoy, anything that you can create a heightened emotion about the things that you want helps them manifest more because it's that's what your subconscious pays attention to okay, so i'm gonna I'm gonna leave. I think we've done enough for today. so let's let's just chat really quickly. So we talked about clearing the space, clarity, your authentic keys, and then enrolling the subconscious. What's stuck out to you the most so far? What's made a difference
4: so far? I think for me, it's um, look for the lessons or the shift in what I didn't achieve last year.
1: Yeah. Fantastic.
4: Good. There's some questions around that. Okay, good,
0: good, good. So that's a good, great place to journal. That's fantastic. Yeah, and any of this, because we're going fast, just go, go back to, and of course, you know, now we're in action. We want to be really focused on our WAP, but these, you know, just take even 10 minutes a day just to go back to these notes, because this is the really powerful stuff.
1: Mm.
2: I want to add something to vision board. Yes. Uh, as as uh, that came to me by Fraser Brooks, which I found a nice idea, and that is an um, audio vision board. That means you, you prepare your vision board with the images, and then you, you talk yourself through, as if you see yourself in this vision board, you talk you through and you record it. And that you can listen to then in the car and things like that, when you normally maybe not would have your vision board handy and, and so on. There's also kind of imprints in another way, <laughs> not through the eyes, but to the ears. And maybe also you can transport feelings by your voice, what um, you have envisioned. I didn't do it yet for me, but I, it's on my to-do list that I at least give it a go. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like it as another option.
4: You know, Amyrna talked about this today on a call, and I thought it was a fantastic idea. I'm so excited because I think audio is, for some of us, you know, auditory is very powerful. So you two are on the same page. Plus, it allows you to multitask, which we need to do sometimes. Mm. I think it's a great extension. Um, I did uh, record some affirmations once for me to repeat while I was driving with a gap between them, but I got irritated by my voice. So I'll have to uh, release that one, I think.
0: Yes, you have a gorgeous voice with your English accent. (laughs) So with that subconscious piece, with what Claudia was saying, think because we can't do everything, but just think, how do i relate like do i like to see or do i like to hear and that's going to be the better you just want something that works with your subconscious on a deeper level like for me it definitely is images but if you're like oh my goodness hearing would be better for me go for that
2: yeah and and towards the meditation subject and so on what is a stillness and then means alone me time so that you're really still alone with you and then at least one hour. Once you try that, it's incredible what that can do for you and for your personal <laughs> development and so on. Yeah. 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 We are so used to all the yeah. And and that distracts us. But this being with you, stillness, one hour at least, maybe even two, occasionally, <laughs> preferable regularly. <laughs> that that really um can contribute to a shift. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you don't have time, remember just honestly sitting down and doing five deep breaths will calm your nervous system. Mm. And it's so important, like if you've got time to meditate for that long, or you just have time to breathe, breathe in and out for five breaths, why this is so important is it gets us out of that fight or flight and into relaxation. And that's where we manifest. Because if we're in fight or flight all the time, the subconscious is is just worried about protecting you, it doesn't have time to manifest. So that's why the more we can relax, we're out of the fight or flight. And literally, your subconscious is like, I can handle manifesting because I'm not trying to get you to run away from the tiger. Okay, so that's why it's so important. We do practices to it doesn't have to be an hour, just even five deep breaths. But if you have time for an hour, go for it.
2: <laughs> I, I I just had a client. She was totally in overdrive, let's say, and uh, she said, "I cannot, I cannot stand still. I cannot kind of uh, listen to progressive muscle rela- relaxation, saying that you are relaxing muscle and so No, No, no. Then realizing how important that was seen in her situation, and really trying hard, and then feeling. Oh, oh, if I manage that out of this, then I have much more space and room for getting all the things done, which are on my plate. So that's, a, and, but some people, they need uh, an experience that it's okay for them. Um, they, they, yeah, I don't know. There's this kind of things to get it switched eh? because it's in the mind. There's something which says, no, 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 I have to work, I have to work. And then they're totally burning out. Because it's always in their mind. Uh, and and it's a, I, I compare it with, um, I was on a, with a car, on a um, security training with a car. With the uh, old versions, with no um, uh, the special um, stopping system in. Yeah. If you want to go through around the corner, you have to put your foot off the brake. You see, you have to do something you don't think it's good to do. And exactly that process, I feel, she had to go through to find her way through the busy times. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So this kind of experience the stillness, the relax and understand what that does do for your home, for getting more done. Huh? It's very important as well, I think. And that is why you say in enrolling your subconscious, the meditation and the stillness and things like that, that is so valuable for making room for... Creation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's get our picture and we'll send you off into the world, whether it's night or day, wherever you are. So let's do our normal one first. All right. One, two, three. And then our crazy one. One, two,
1: three. Ah!
0: Yay. I was just thinking, where's Ellie? <laughs> Uh, Well, so good to see everyone. Um, I hope that was helpful, and it's going to be an amazing year. I think the energy is really shifting for 2023. So, thank you all for coming tonight. We'll see you in two weeks, and remember to write your two ahas and your two action steps, and then that number one network marketing goal that is your linchpin. So keep keep that first and foremost.
1: All right, lots of love, everyone.
4: Bye, everybody. Thank you.
1: You're so welcome. Bye.